Welcome to Who's to Blame, the podcast, episode 353, hosted by yours truly, Dre Montez, brought to you by The Weed Squad. Go to theweedsquad.com for more information, or you can stop by their location located at 8088 Watson Road. Check them out on social media as well, on Facebook and Instagram. Also brought to you by Nextcore. Go to thenextcore.com for your virtual tour today. Check it out. It's a great place. It's where I do my podcast at sometimes. But today we're at Studio 63. But it's your next co-working spot, networking spot. It's a very cool place. Check it out, though. And also to the great people in downtown Bell Vegas, check out Bell Vegas this holiday season. Has something not just for you, but for the family as well. You can stop by Roger's Place, Tavern on Main, Margarita's on Main. There's always a great time for a margarita. Always a good day for a margarita. <laughs> and also the office lounges, they have the outside gazebo area, very heated and secure for you on the patio at the office lounge. And also Seven Bar and Seven Sushi Bar. Check those good people out. I got something for everyone. Also, Cosmic Comics, located at 132 West Main. This is more of your up-to-date comic books and also card games. Check them out on Facebook as well to check out their schedule and also for the holiday season as well. Just mention who's to blame for an instant discount for you. And also, I'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the show, Bigfoot Comics. Coins, collectibles, toys, and supplies located at 101 East B Street in downtown Belleville. Open Tuesday through Sunday. You can give them a call at 618-406-4364. This comic book sensation has really piqued my attention here. A couple of the Man Cave members are really big into the comic books. Man Cave member Jody and Walt respectful cowboy fan and 49er fan but they've been in comic books quite some time but my first time like getting a sense of what it's all about has been happening the past five years and it is a treat it really is from the two comic book stores that are now part of the podcast family cosmic comics and now bigfoot comics they both are very interesting and unique places in their own but if you go into Bigfoot Comics and mention Dre Montez, you get a free comic book. How about that? You go in there and do some shopping. And comic books is, man, you can sit down and you can relax. It takes time now. It's, it's not a situation where let me run ahead to this comic book store real quick. No, you're going to take your time. You don't feel rushed. You know, it's an appreciation of what it is with the comic books. But I, I get a kick out of it. I got a real good kick out of it a few years ago when the comic book convention was in downtown St. Louis and I was lucky enough to be working that. And that was a lot of fun. It really was. But welcome to the family, Bigfoot Comics. Welcome to the family. We are an insane group of people, but sports makes us happy. Sports and entertainment keeps us happy. Don't forget you can follow the show on social media as well as Twitter at W2B, Dre Montez. Instagram, Who's to Blame, the podcast. In Facebook, we have a page, Who's to Blame. 
where you can keep up with the show. Also, if you would like to email the show, you can reach out to us through moredraymontez at gmail.com. It's a good way to get a hold of us right there. Well, the sports world has been busy, hasn't it? <laughs> it's, it's that time right now. It is that time where we basically are saying to each other, it's put up a shut up. It's put up a shut up time right now. All you 500 teams, uh, I don't know. Let's go with the Cowboys and the Eagles right now. They seem to be the taste of the town and drawing the most attention for the lack of play, the lack of motivation, and the lack of where the hell is this team going. We've kind of heard subliminal messages from Jerry Jones on Jason Garrett's future after this season. I don't think he's going to fire him during the season, but I think as soon as the season is over with for the Cowboys, whether it's in the postseason or whether it's the end of the regular season, whenever their season is over with, I think that's when Jason Garrett is going to be up out of there. That's when I do believe. Now, with the Eagles on the same situation, losing games they should win or should have won. I don't know if it's a Carson Wentzelvania thing or if it's that new haircut, ill-advised, like Felicity did on the TV show back in the day. But something's going wrong with the Eagles. Something is going definitely, definitely wrong with the Eagles. And this thing needs to be fixed right away. Right away. A Doug Peterson could be up out of there. Now the Eagles will fire somebody with a game left. They don't give a damn. But a change needs to be had right now. And that happens in sports. We heard already with the Cowboys arguing with each other. Maybe you need a team fight. It may be one of those times, you know, we need an old softball story. Yeah, you do. We need one. There was a time I played with a team. We had the talent, but we couldn't win any damn games. And we didn't know what it was. And it took a team fight. It wasn't planned, but damn it, it happened. And it happened in the dugout. It started at second base, and it came in the dugout. And the umpires say, I've never seen teammates fight. I don't know what to do. I said, just give us 10 minutes. After that 10 minutes, we got our shit together and we start winning ball games. We start winning tournaments. Maybe that's what they need. Because you say things that you've been holding back on like, hey, you know damn well you shouldn't be playing shortstop. Go to the outfield where you belong. Why are you hitting in the sixth spot? You're not that good. You know, you got to bring that out to people. And maybe that's what happened at the Cowboys in practice the other day. Maybe he had some feelings behind that hit. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe that needs to happen in sports. I hate to say it. Look at the collegiate level, how, how angry they have been. Maybe this needs to carry on over into these teams that should be winning that are not winning. Think of it from a fan perspective. When your team is not winning, what, what normally happens to us, fellas and, and young ladies out there? What normally happens? When your team is not winning and they're supposed to be winning, there should be playoff bound, but something is going on. Someone's going to challenge you. You're going to get into an argument. You're going to try to bring up the history other than the actual facts. Now our voice is changing. Now we up here moving furniture, trying to protect our rights on the team. Funny how that is, isn't it? Funny how that is. But good for the NFL teams that have finally taken recognition and figured this thing out. Hey, let's figure out why we're not winning. 
The coach cannot be responsible for a whole failure of a sports team. Yeah, that was funny. Yes, they can be. We've seen it before. I don't know what is going on when it comes to the Eagles side of this, though. Nobody's hurt. The key components of that Eagles offense is not injured. So I don't know what it is. Is it a vision test? Does he need Nick Foles breathing down his neck? But if it doesn't get figured out, job's on the line. And this is not the time to be getting fired and losing your job, even though it is the holiday season, kids. <laughs> it is the holiday season. It really is. So beyond that, I've gotten hooked on the Disney Channel app. Yeah. Old Dre Montez got hooked on the Disney Channel app. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you wouldn't understand. There's movies on there that you haven't seen in a long, long time. And there's some that you probably forgot about. It's one of those type of apps. So I got, I went down a white rabbit hole of the Marvel comics. And I watched them all. As many as I possibly can. And I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. That I can't wait till I see Man Cave member Jody and Man Cave member Walt about some of the questions I have in the Marvel movies. They were good, though. They were really good. Very entertaining. Very, very entertaining. I got my value out of it. But the Disney Channel app is something else. Check it out. Check it out. Also, I noticed something. Maybe we need to challenge ourselves more. Other than the coach telling you what they need out of you, other than your boss or your supervisor telling you what they need out of you do you challenge yourself daily you got to challenge yourself and i used to challenge myself based on where i was playing ball at i had a challenge checklist i did when i played ball certain things i wanted to do other than just win the damn game <laughs> i also wanted to do something else you know learn how to throw a ball that looks like a strike, you know, challenge their best hitter more, you know, challenge yourself, you know, intentionally walk people to see if you can get out of a situation. I used to do things like that. So when you challenge yourself, I think it makes you a whole lot better, especially if you keep a list. If you keep a list, I'm not saying do the, do the possible things, not the impossible things. Keep it within your realm of challenging yourself. Don't get, don't get too crazy, kids. Keep it within the realm. I don't want to see anybody on television like, Dre Montez told me to challenge myself. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Way back Wednesday. Things we can't do anymore that were fun when I was a child. Hide and go seek. Oh, you can't play that no more. You probably get kidnapped for real now. Can't play that game anymore. Though. Can't play that anymore. Catch a girl, get a girl. Oh boy, can't do that one no more. Oh, <laughs> what games do they play outside now? What games do kids play outside now? They think tag. That used to be fun. Tag. Oh man, that used to be a lot of fun. Did you see the movie Tag? Now, that was really funny. But the game Tag was fun. Street kickball, car. Car, car, 
Sandlot football. Oh, my goodness. I used to put my dad's softball pants on. <laughs> he used to mess with football. <laughs> he used to wonder what happened to his uniforms. Oh, dad, I was playing it. I was playing it. I was playing it. <laughs> oh, way back Wednesday. Those were the days, though, man. That's when childhood was at its peak for me. It was, it was boom right there. Boom. I want to go 78 to 80. Oh, man. Great time. Great time to be a child. Great time to be a child. Christmas looked at totally different to me then. You know, it was just about toys and my cousins, toys and my cousins. I didn't realize there was food in sports on TV until I was a teenager. I did not know about food on Christmas Day until I was a teenager. That's how deep I was into this toy game. <laughs> but now, and then there was sports on. I had no idea. And now... Christmas is about food and NBA basketball. That's it, hands down. Food and NBA basketball. I try to position it around the food. Depending on the game, I'm usually there till halftime. I watch a half at one house, then it's time to go to another house, and I watch the second half at that house. I try to get go to the house with a non-NBA fans that are non-television people, I try to go to their houses first before the NBA game start. Get, got to get that over with right now. Got to get that out the way. Planning your holidays around sports can be a hectic damn schedule, and there's a trick to it. <laughs> I may have to write a book on it one day. <laughs> book on it one day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sports locker rooms are not what they used to be. The media is in there, and the media telling the business that needs to be kept in-house. But if we were allowed to go in a sports locker room, you'd be amazed at what you hear. I've been in a couple of sports locker rooms throughout my crazy radio career in my early days of, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Had the opportunity to go into Panthers locker room, a couple of collegiate locker rooms. And I'm telling you, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. But that should be their private time at least some point. Give them a little time because they got to get it off their chest too. Whether it's on the practice field or in the locker room, athletes are going to chastise each other. It's a part of the game. It's a part of challenging themselves, getting over the hump. And when you're a good team, on paper, but the wins and losses are not matching up, there's going to be some furniture moving. It's not making sense what's happening with some of these teams. Those of you know who you are. But it's a head-scratching phenomenon that is happening with some of these sports franchises out here. How did we get here? How did this happen? And then you got some teams that are moving in the right direction. They got this thing figured out. They're ready for the unexpected. Nobody expected the Patriots to go on a 15-year run, but the Patriots. This was vested time in here. They meant that. This was a methodical plan, well put together. And other teams now are trying to mimic that. Well, some of them are. Those of you know who you are. 
but it doesn't happen that easy for everybody. And now they're having the head scratching situation going on, trying to figure out T12 and the New England football Patriots. But OLD has kicked in. And you can't fight OLD. You can't trade it. You just have to accept it and move on. You can't fight it, Tom. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. There are three guys in sports out there. I don't think we give them enough recognition of what they have done and accomplished. Rob Palenka, Kobe Bryant's agent, vested man with the Lakers. Eric Palenka, I'm sorry, Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra, Miami Heat head coach, and Roger Goodell. All three of those guys' career to where it's at now, if you look at where they came from and where they're at now, you'd be shocked and amazed. Rob Palenka played on the Fab Five basketball team. Eric Spolster was a videographer, a video editor for NBA teams. He broke down the game film for him so the man knows what he sees. Hmm, let that sink in. Roger Goodell started out as an intern. An intern, kids. And now look at these guys. I don't think we give them a lot of credit. I, now, I know I give Roger Goodell a lot of shit, and he deserves it. He deserves it. And he there's we don't have enough damn time for me to explain why I feel that way about Roger Goodell. But I respect what he's done and where he's at, but I don't respect the job he's doing as of now, if that makes any sense. It does. <laughs> and we're getting real close right now in the NFL. We know somebody's going to get in the playoffs that don't belong. It's always one team that's going to mess it up every damn body. And the same thing is going to happen in the college football playoff tree. Now they've done the unveiling with the top four. The Ohio State. LSU. Clemson and Georgia. That's what they have now. We're going to break down our watch list on Friday's podcast. We're going to break that down on the next podcast on what, what I think and what I believe should be. But somebody's going to get in there that don't belong. You remember the bowl game when Hawaii had to play Georgia? That was ugly. That was downright disrespectful. I don't want that to happen to a to a Utah or Utah. Not saying they don't belong, but I don't want them to bite off no more than they can chew. I kind of want to see Jalen Hurts get his revenge back on Alabama. Well, that's not going to happen now at all. First time, first time in the playoff era, Bama is not in the top ten. <laughs> That is insane. That is insane. Look what LSU did. Look at what Auburn did to that war eagle did to the history of Alabama and Nick Zabin. They don't give a damn. They went up in there and just disrespected them boys. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it's happened. But, hey, it's well-deserved. It was a hell of a run. Nobody expected the run to be that great, that phenomenal. I bet the NFL appreciates it. Thank you, Alabama. 
for all you have done for us. This message brought to you by the NFL. Not for long. If you keep playing that way, not for long. <laughs> I'm trying to get this part of me that I need to let it go. I've been working on this let it go, Dre. And I need to get back on the grind. need to get back on the grind. If you're heading out over the holiday weekend here, I'm still calling it the holiday weekend because we're in December and we're on Santa Watch. So work with me. If you're going out this weekend, head on down to Game 6 Honky Tonk Joint in downtown St. Louis. Make you feel like you're just like in downtown Nashville. Every time I go hang out there and dance, my pants stick to me because I get to sweating that damn much from dancing. Great place, great people. Head on over to Historic Soulard as well. Got Great Grizzly Bear, Hammerstones, Night Street Deli at Howard's, and the Wood Shack. Just mentioned Dre Montez there. Take care of your great places for lunch, catering, or for your holiday party. Check out one of those places there. Also, Allstate Insurance on 12th Street. Any car troubles over the holiday? Reach out to A Always Towing, 314 729 Nine, two. On a blues game, we got you covered. Ballpark Shuttle STL. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Facebook right there. But I need to get over this certain situation that I've been dealing with. You know, I need to let it go. Let it go, Dre. I need to get back up on it because I feel a certain way about James Harden and Chris Paul. My early days in Charlotte, North Cackalack, doing radio down there. I met Chris Paul at a young age when he was at Winston-Salem. And it was just something about him. He just rubbed me the wrong way. Haven't liked him ever since then. I appreciate what he's doing on the NBA level. Hell of an NBA ball player. Hell of a guy. But personally, don't care for him. James Harden, never met him. But it's just something about him I don't like. I don't know why, but I need to get over it. But what if I told you that James Harden went 11 for 38, scored 50 points, and had a triple-double, and they led by 22 points in the third quarter, and he shot 24 of 24 from the free-throw line. What if I told you they lost? What if I told you they lost that game? By two points and double overtime. But now the NBA has put itself in a little pickle. It was a play where James Harden dunked the ball. He dunked the ball so hard, it didn't go all the way through the net. It went through the basket, but not all the way through the net, and it came out. They did not count it as a basket. They were arguing and confused so much, by then it had expired the time to replay the call. So they were not able to replay the call. That's what they told the coach. Jalen Rose had a very, very great response to this. The nets were too long. Maybe the nets were too long. Maybe they were not regulation nets. But I just thought it was interesting that James Harden did all that and they lost the game by two points. But now, what if they do replay it? We've been down this road before when it comes to bad calls in sports that happen right in front of your damn face and you got the call wrong. Just last year, Saints and the Rams. 
being from St. Louis. We know what happened at first base in Kansas City in the World Series. We know what happened. What about the no-hitter in Detroit the umpire missed right in front of his face? We've been down this road before. We're not going to replay the last seven minutes and 50 seconds. You should have won the damn game. You should have took care of business doing regulation. It sucks. It sucks. It really does suck. But that's part of it. That's just part of it. And the NBA is not done there. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic scored in 20 games 600 points, 200 rebounds, and 150 assists. Wow. Wow. That dude is balling. I like the uniforms of Timberwolves are sporting, too. I like them. I like them. And I like the uniforms that Dallas Mavericks been rocking lately. I like them. And I like the Lakers uniform they've been rocking lately. I don't know who's on these uniforms right now, but I'm digging them. I am digging them. Call me a crazy guy, but I love when Tom Izzo is losing and Nick Zabin is losing. I like it because their press conferences are funny as shit when they're losing. <laughs> my goodness it is kind of hard for me man a lot of people are huge mizzou fans huge mizzou fans i try to watch mizzou basketball it's very very difficult it's very difficult but when i try and watch they never sense to amaze me how in the hell they lose to charleston southern i i, I did that conzo talk to me talk to me conzo talk to me hmm? I, I, I did that hmm? anybody anybody know how that happened you're in the back. How, how did that? We don't know, dude. We don't know. <laughs> how did they lose that game? <laughs> if you don't believe me, just watch a press conference with, with my man, Tom Izzo. It will leave you speechless. It really will. Speaking of leaving you speechless, Stuart Scott Day. Stuart Scott. Came very close to meeting him in my Carolina days, but a great guy, man. Great, just booyah, baby. Booyah. <laughs> Stuart Scott, man, oh, man, oh, man. He will be missed. He will be missed. Definitely will be missed. Just the way he captures sports. I used to break my neck to see him on TV when his time slot was on on sports. I used to break my neck. There was a few of them that used to get me going, get me revved up just to watch sports, the way they covered it and the way they talked about it. But Stuart Scott is definitely, definitely missed. Stuart Scott, Scott Day. Wow. His daughters have definitely grown up. His daughters and the president's daughters have grown up way too damn fast. The Obama girls, wait, what happened? Who? Anybody see that latest photo? It's like 10 years of life is gone. Now they're immediately grown women. How does that happen? It's like kids on soap operas. How they get that grown that fast? I sometimes question it out there. I really do. I'm still making my list for Santa. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. I'm getting real close to it, Santa. But I'm not done yet. I'm still adding stuff to it. <laughs> and also, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade's wife, was let go from America's Got Talent for her hair being too black television. I get this because when I was in corporate America, 
the early days of corporate America, when they had rules and regulations and a real HR department that was one of those type of deals. Well, I rock a natural afro, afro with sideburns. Been rocking it since 97. Yeah, that's a long damn time. With the sideburns, I was, I was going to the barbershop three times a week. I kept it tight and crisp. And they told me, can I tone it down a little bit? I was like, what are you talking about? You can't patch your hair down? What? What, what is this? What, what is going on here? No, none of that is going on. But So I get the terminology behind that. Her hairstyle is amazing. The hair that she, uh, hairstyle she come out with. And her hairstylist even went on Twitter and Instagram and said, you go, girl. And he put up all the photos that he has done for her since she's been on America's Got Talent. So that was a nice little thing as well. But wow, too black for TV, her hair was. <laughs> it's 2019. I didn't even think that was still possible out there. But damn it, it is. And I told you, Carolina, I told you, that owner not, not playing around. He is not messing around. I do want to win now. Oh, David Tepper. He got Ron Rivera up out of there. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to reach out to us as well on social media. Who's to blame? Like my great-grandpappy always say, you put two hands on it, maybe it's not yours.